Good morning and welcome to Morning Coach Today. I am so glad you're with us. As you know, my name is JB and it is July 15th, 2021. Ready to take it on episode number 4,297. It is a Thursday and we're going to have some fun today. You know it's an Ask JB today and I got a question and I really like this one and I want to go into it in depth today because I think it's going to help you. I hope you understand what I do, help you understand maybe the way things work, and understand more about pricing. Yep, the question is, how do you determine pricing? And I love this one. This is more of an ILD concept question than anything else, uh, but we're going to get into it. And again, like I said, maybe you don't need to price something, but maybe you can think a little bit about why other people are pricing or how things are priced uh, when we have this discussion. So let's get into it. Thank you for listening to the free Morning Coach, CoachCast. Today's sponsor is the MorningCoach.com productivity belt system. With everything happening in our busy world, it's hard to stay on top of things and get anything done. This is where Morning Coach comes in. We can help you find the best productivity tools for your lifestyle and goals. You'll also be able to take a quick assessment so we know what your thought process is so we can identify the best system for you. All you have to do is stop by MorningCoach.com and you will find the free thinking assessment as well as many other tools and resources to help you. Finally, you've found the right system and coaching for you. We will see you over at morningcoach.com where dreams become a reality. Now, back to the show. Pricing is a very unusual thing to discuss. And we need to discuss kind of the value idea or relative value of the way people perceive value when it comes to pricing. The question was, how do I decide pricing? We're going to get into that a little bit, but we're going to talk some of the ILD stuff behind this because, you know, the idea behind ILD is high margin. I come from aerospace and I ran a company that had an industrial and a aerospace division, and we generated the, ma the majority of the cash flow for the company because our margins were so high. That's the amount that it costs you to produce and then what you can sell for. The same hose that they sold in industrial for $25 and cost $5 to produce, cost me $5 to produce and a little more paperwork, but we could sell it for almost $2,000. I mean, the margins were ridiculous. And the reason is because it was going on an airplane and they wanted that paperwork and we could charge that extra amount of money. The margin is really the secret to life if you can get a higher margin relegated to pricing. But for most people, they come to me and they say, well, JB, how do you determine you know, what to charge? How do you figure that out? And it's, it's a very interesting dynamic because first of all, you have to understand the customer that you're going after and what you're going to do with that customer. You know, if you look at your Walmarts of the world, typically the people that go to Walmart are looking for the cheapest possible price of everything. They want cheap, cheap. They don't care about anything else. They want cheap. And actually, they'll buy stuff and return it. And typically, very low dollar, people that want the lowest dollar and want to spend the lowest amount with you typically have more problems and are more problematic than people that want to spend more. If you go to Macy's and you go to some of those people, they spend a lot of money and they're looking for a quality and they're not so much worried about getting the lowest and cheapest price. They want something of quality. So you have the Walmart buyer, and then you have the Macy's buyer. And the same thing in my industry. You know, you have people that are looking for the cheapest way to get knowledge. And they'll go to YouTube, and they'll watch YouTube videos, and they'll get angry when they're not successful. And then you have people that go to Tony Robbins that will spend $85,000 a year to be in his mastermind. 
And people say, well, that's ridiculous. Like, there's no way anybody will pay that. Well, he's got hundreds and hundreds of people that are paying that because they value it. And so the idea of pricing really goes back to what level of problem are you solving and how much is somebody willing to pay that problem for? Because all business really is an, is an exchange of value. Somebody says, I'm willing to give you these pieces of paper for what you're willing to give me. You know, Jeff Walker, who's a friend of mine and, and many of you follow who does on the internet side of things, he has, has built a whole business around launching products, you know, kind of how Apple does it. How do you launch a product? Well, he's built a course for $2,000. He's got a mastermind for $45,000. He's got a smaller mastermind at $25,000. So these are people that are paying him just to learn one specific thing, and that is how to launch a product, right? So I'm sure Jeff has determined, as many people have, the $2,000 mark um, for content is really one of the key areas because if you if you sell a course for $2,000 and you get 500 people to buy it, that's a million dollars. It also gives you the ability to have $1,000 in there to give away to your JV partners or people that are selling it for you to their groups. You can give them 50% and that's the majority of people do. That's why you see a lot of courses at $2,000. If you think about a book, right, versus a course. So if you think about Sacred Six, the Sacred Six book the most somebody's going to pay for that is going to be around $20 because it's a book. I mean, that's the most that somebody's going to pay. But the information in there is worth a $2,000 course, which would be a course that helps somebody with it. And even more in a group coaching or in a consulting, all, with it, all the way up to hundreds of thousands of dollars if it's integrated into a company. So you see how the book is only worth $20 because of the perceived value, but the content within the book can be worth so much more depending on how it is presented and how it is used. So again, understanding these dynamics is really critical when you start understanding pricing. And then you start looking at the market of what's happening out there. You start to realize why things are priced more. Supply and demand is one of the key things. It's how much supply is out there and then how many people want that. Um, that's one of the reasons you'll see me with things that I'm doing is to start to minimize the amount of people we work with. I don't want to work with millions of people. It's not something I want to do. I want to have people be successful, but I would rather work with smaller groups of people that are really focused on what they're doing and willing to spend a little more money than a lot of people that spend a little. And that's why you've seen even our progression with morning coaching, the things we're doing to continue to elevate the pricing a little bit to get higher structure and get people that are really invested and have skin in the game to make things happen. Again, the layer level of the problem that you're solving really determines the pricing idea. If you're a brain surgeon and you're doing brain surgery and somebody's dying, they're going to value that much more than painting their room at their house. It just is what it is. But there are still painters that make a heck of a lot more than the average painter, and it's because they bring value and people recognize that value. But again, it comes down to priorities for people and how are they, they are spending their money, and finding those right people that set the priorities that are willing to spend more is really the key things when I'm looking to determine pricing. Uh, we were talking the other day how uh, somebody said, hey, this service is too expensive for a service to help him with his business. And then the service um, was, you know, around $500 a month, which is expensive depending on who you are. Um, again, all relative value. I remember sitting at the uh, casino in Vegas at the Bellagio when I was real young. 
and I was watching somebody pay three hands of a $100,000 uh, blackjack. Three hands. That's $300,000. It was being wiped off the table within two minutes, every hand. And I remember thinking, gosh, you know, that's a house. That's so much money. But the truth is, it was relative to them. That that's not wasn't a lot of money because they probably had a mil, millions and millions of dollars, right? So that value and that relativity is so important when we start talking about this. So back to that story was that, um, you know, he said, My, that service is too expensive, right? It's $500 a month. That's just, I don't, I'm not willing to pay that. But then a few days later, he posted on his Facebook a trip with Tony Robbins in his mastermind group, you know, which Tony only shows up for half a day. But so he was paying $85,000 for that. So it's a matter of priorities. I mean, that's the whole key to it with people is, are they willing to prioritize their spending? And people will spend money, but they need to prioritize it based on the emotion and based on what they feel is going to meet that need. In this case, the service, which would actually help a lot, they just couldn't see the value in it at that time, but yet they're willing to spend a ton of money to just go hang out somewhere um, with Tony's group, right? So it's really an interesting dynamic when we get into pricing. It's really about the idea of relative value, understanding value, what is the value, and then being able to communicate that value to somebody. Again, for me, when it comes to how do I decide my pricing, well, I'm trying to find people that are committed to helping me in my mission and what we're doing, and then working backwards. So I work backwards. It's like, how much money do we need to make? And then once you understand that, you can say, okay, I only need this many people. If you followed me for any time in ILD, I always talk about the secret 500. And the secret 500 is $166 a month or $2,000 a year. Again, going back to Jeff's concept of selling a course or launching a course, if you sell a $2,000 course, all of a sudden, 500 of those, you've got a million-dollar business. Well, same thing. If you build around 500 people that spend $166 a month with you, 500 is a million-dollar business. If you work it backwards to a half a million, right, then you only need 250 people. If you need a quarter of a million dollars a year, you only need 125 people. And I always get the question, well, where do you find those people? Well, there's billions and billions of people in the world. What you got to do is be able to convey value so that people are willing to step up and pay for your product or your service or whatever you're doing. Then what you want to do is build real relationships and make sure people come back again and again and again. That's really the secret to, to doing business. And you got to make sure it's affordable and it's in their price range. And that is why when we talk about your avatar, the person that you're looking to market to, is so important that you have the right one because you never want somebody pressing so hard that they can't find the money. And that's one of the things that I've always been very careful of because I can sell and be very persuasive, but I don't want somebody to spend $2,000 or $10,000 or $20,000 with me if they are not ready yet, right? And that's why we've always built different programs to make sure that people can plug into the right program. Personally, for me, I really believe that the $100 price point is accessible to everybody. I think that is, to me, the, I mean, for teaching and coaching, that anybody that is working on themselves and trying to figure things out can come up with $100. Again, it's about priorities. If you take your family out to a restaurant for a, a nice meal, it's going to run you at least $100. Heck, Burger King and McDonald's for a couple people 
is $40, $20, depending on how many people you go with, right? A Big Mac's eight, nine bucks. So even fast food is 16, what, $20, maybe for two people, maybe $35 for four. Heck, I'm in LaPorte, Indiana, you know, very small town of 30,000 people. And we go out to dinner and you can spend 50 to $100 very easily with a family of three that we have here. So again, it's a matter of prioritization. And I used to always say that back in the day. And some speaker told me that years ago. Because you know, I'd say I didn't have the money to, to get the educational resources I needed. He'd say, well, let me go look in your refrigerator. Let me look at your TV. How many channels are you watching? And that was always a tough pill for me because I'm like, wait a minute. You're going to take away the pleasure, the things that I do. But that's the sacrifice to be better. In my business, that's why I feel that around $100 a month, there is absolutely nobody out there, unless it's somebody that's just broke, that isn't focused and isn't working, that can't go out and find $100 a month by changing some of their habits. Heck, even movies, if you take two or three people to movies, you're spending 30 bucks. I mean, the, the amount of, of stuff that's on the internet, it, it just it's expensive. So again, it comes down to priorities and then finding the right people that are willing to prioritize the product or service that you're bringing to the market. And then understanding the bigger the problem that you solve, and that's the key thing, is identifying those core problems and then really helping somebody understand that. You know, when I go through the process and I teach somebody, you know, get it done now, an ILD, and all of a sudden, you know, three years from now, they're making a, or have a business that has allowed them to leave their job and do the things they want to do and spend more time with their family and take Fridays off and take Wednesdays off and really build something. What is that worth? I mean, if you really think about that, how much is that? What is the value of that? If somebody dedicates themselves to a system of getting things done and really makes a difference in their life, what is it worth if somebody takes what I'm telling them and they have a better relationship with their family that they never had before? You know, what is it worth if somebody changes their life in a couple years or in a year? And that's the thing that I have to do a better job of conveying because the value is invaluable. And the things that we do are invaluable, but not everybody sees that, right? People come and they see the site and they say, oh gosh, you know, I'm not going to pay any money for that. I can go get that on YouTube, but they can't. They think they can, but they can't. It's just like web development for many years and marketing. Well, I can just get my nephew to does it. He, he knows Facebook. He's on Facebook all the time. He can just do my marketing for my business. No, it doesn't work like that. There's a reason professionals get paid and there's a reason amateurs don't. And one of the things that we got to do is we continue to grow and, and, and get better is become more professional. The more professional you are, the more money you make. And the more you're going to have that Walmart crowd get angry with you. They're going to get frustrated. And I don't want to pay for that. Well, that's because you're not the right person. You're going to self-select. And that's what we call it when people self-select. You're probably not the right person, right? And that's okay. But some of those not right people get jaded and angry and frustrated. And I get it because I used to be that way when I had absolutely no money and I had no abundant thought. I used to get really frustrated and say, I would never want that Mercedes. You got to be kidding me. Who would drive a Mercedes? Just rich people drive Mercedes. And that was pu pushing me away from the money. So pricing is a very interesting concept. It's something we're going to get into ILD heavily because we got to look at your pricing. Are you leaving money on the table? Should you be charging more? What is your end game? And that goes back to the ILD spreadsheet. That's really what's, what's important. 
And are you willing to pay? Do you understand why pricing is important to support business, to put that energy out there because it will come back to you as you support different things? Your energy, your money is your energy. And so that is a big part of pricing too. Okay, so let's go out there and have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for that question. That was awesome, but that's how I determine it. I work backwards. And right now I'm looking to work with less people instead of more. And so I'm looking for more people or less people that are willing to pay a little bit more than more people that want to pay less. That's just me. That's the business I'm building. And it makes my life better and allows me to work with more people. So let's go out there and have a fantastic day. I love you. And I'll be back with more right here tomorrow on MorningCoach.com.